0: I will rise and go to my father and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: Our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name
0: be praised. Psalm 84, on page 445. O oh, how amiable are thy dwellings, thou Lord of hosts!
1: My soul hath a desire and longing to enter into the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God.
0: Yea, the sparrow hath found her in house, in the swallow and nest, where she may lay her young. Even thy altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God.
1: Blessed are they that dwell in thy house, they will where they will be always praising thee.
0: Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are thy ways.
1: Who, going through the veil of misery, use it for a well, and the pools are filled with water.
0: They will go from strength to strength, and unto the God of gods appeareth every one of them in Sion.
1: O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob.
0: Behold, O God, our defender, and look upon the face of thine anointed.
1: For one day in thy courts is better than a thousand.
0: I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of ungodliness.
1: For the Lord God is a light and defense. The Lord will give grace and worship, and no good thing shall he withhold from them that live a godly life.
0: O Lord God of hosts, blessed is a man that putteth his trust in thee.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here beginneth the 34th chapter of Ezekiel. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves! Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost, but with force and cruelty you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd and they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth, and no one was seeking or searching for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord of God, surely because my flock became a prey, and my flock became food for every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherds search for my flock. But the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand. I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep, and the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths, that they may no longer be food for them. For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture, and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good field, and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost, and bring back what was driven away, bind up the broken, and strengthen what was sick, but I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. Here ends the first lesson.
0: Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here beginneth the 24th verse of the 10th chapter of St. Matthew. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your Father's will? but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: To give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. They give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. for thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not the Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly be thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit. To put into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to Thy blessed kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty, everlasting God, who hatest nothing that Thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create, make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission of forgiveness defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all.
3: We're on another Ember Day. Uh, they are, again, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at four seasons of the year, uh, there's Ember Days in Advent, there are Ember Days in Lent, uh, Ember Days after Pentecost and some mid-Trinity season. Uh, the, the collect shows that we you know we pray for uh, increasing vocations of sacred ministry, but historically it also dealt with a general renewal just of, of, of faith, and, and so it's right for us all to think about our own sort of life and ministry in, in the context of the Ember Days. Our lesson from Ezekiel chapter 34, where Jesus uh, um, sort of criticizes the shepherds of Israel, the leaders of Israel, it's really the, the Old Testament background for the teaching about Jesus being the good shepherd in John's gospel. He says, I am the good shepherd, I lay down my life for the sheep, and that really is in the light of of um, Ezekiel 34, where Jesus has said, you know, the shepherds of Israel are not good shepherds; they're they're ruling for their own account, for their own sake, and um, so so he says, I, you know, in Ezekiel he says, I myself will be the shepherd, and Jesus does this in in John's gospel when he talks about being the good shepherd, but it also uh, deals with the general tendency of of religion to become self-centered, the people who Become in charge of leadership to be you know to run you know the the organization uh, to to rule Israel for their own sake in in places of privilege rather than uh, thinking about the good of the other and we think even in the in the creation of the world God creates the world to share His love with people and 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 so God's action for those who are under Him are always for for the good and human disorder tends to make rule be for the good of the rulers rather than for the good of the ruled and but this general sense of of self-centeredness we can think about during lent because lent can also become self-centered we can think about you know, what are you doing for Lent? well i'm doing these things to make these improvements in my life and actually one of the the, the big problems come up sometimes when people talk about lent you know what are you doing for lent and they're you know going on a diet plan to lose so much weight sort of like a personal improvement program. That's not really what Lent is. Lent is to turn away from self-orientation, to orient ourselves back more towards God and our prayer in order that we might love God and others more fully. So any orientation of Lent that does not ultimately result in us being more devoted to God and then also does not purify our love for other people, does not lead to greater service to others in the name of Jesus. It's not really Lent. Lent is not a self-improvement program. Not a time for me to make my life better. And and so the idea of the of, of ourself, you know, following the teaching of the Good Shepherd that we should get this this is the teaching of the body of Christ. My own self-improvement in Christ. That is my own growth. Really, my own. Better confessions leading to a greater experience of for forgiveness leading to growth um, as a member of the body is actually for the good of the whole body because every you know this is the organic and systematic nature of the body of Christ. what I do I do for the good of the whole body and um and it aids the whole body's growth. It's not just for my own sake, and this is why we think about. We can put it the other way, too. If I don't work, you know, don't focus on growing in my faith, growing in my confession, practicing good works. The body actually is hurt by my diminished participation you know, if, if the arm checks out, the leg checks out of the body, the body starts limping. And so we have an obligation to the body to do what we do for the good of the body. And we should understand that it's not just a personal selfish thing. This is something that the Western culture with its rampant individualism that tends to see people as isolated from the good of the whole, it misses this point. And I think this the renewal of the church requires that we understand that my holiness contributes to the good of the body, and my abdication of the pursuit of holiness greatly hurts the body. All morality is actually communal. My 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 sin is offense against the whole body. It's not my personal thing I do that, that hurts me. So as we reflect on, on this teaching about the good shepherd the shepherds, the bad shepherds who do it all for themselves. We think in Lent that we're actually doing this is our, to offer ourselves more fully to God and to experience God in a new way that will actually help us to love others more fully and, and genuinely as God loves them. It's not just a selfish pursuit. It's, it's for the good of the whole that we, we take on these, these disciplines of Lent. So a few thoughts on the Old Testament lesson.
0: Finally, we commend thy fatherly goodness, all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love